You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast DXIX. A tangled web we weave. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. To the MyMac.com podcast. This is DXIX, which yep, correct. For, for, for most other people means it's 519. Unless you live oh. in ancient Rome. Oh. Or is it Rome? No, that, yeah, that would yes. be ancient yes. Rome. Yes. yes I almost said I almost said uh, Greece. But yes. that would that would be wrong. How are you doing tonight, Gaz? I'm this doing so weird. I, I'm doing very well, but boy, boy, are we having a late start. <laughs> we are. We are. And this is the one time, well, one of the few times anyway, that we can say without fear of contradiction that it absolutely is Skype's fault. Yes. Absolutely it is. Yeah, not um, like last week with Echo. Last week, yeah. That was my fault. Yeah. I think Skype's playing up tonight, actually, very much so. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Um, except um, yesterday I got wet and cold. Yeah, I um, saw that. We, I was challenged by our good podcasting colleague, friend. Well, not, she's not a friend anymore, I can tell you. Um, <laughs> uh, Alison Sheridan over at podfeet.com. Uh, she does a podcast with an ever so slight... Ever so slight Macintosh wetness. But, yeah, yeah, wetness, yes. Uh, yeah, we don't want to go down that route too far. Um, no. So so I post it. It's on my website. It's it's posted in Facebook. It's posted on Twitter. So, yeah, did it for the, uh, is it A-L-A-S-L-A? ALS. A-L-S-A, that's it. Uh, we've actually got a charity over here, which is, it's a kind of, going back to the analogy we used with Tech Fan the other day, it's kind of a sister charity, the um, motor neuron disease. And it's actually based in uh, in Northampton, so uh, which is where I live. Um, so I did the um, did the the old ice bucket challenge and donated to them and passed it on to a few other people and it looks like a few of the friends have uh, have done it as well. So it's all good. It's all in a good cause. And uh, I think he was challenged as well. But um, yeah, have you have you seen what happened to the person that um, was challenged and did it late, uh, Mister um, Certain Mister Cumberbatch? Yeah, I saw that. I did. I did. I did see that. And you'd think, being as smart as Sherlock Holmes, he, he could have avoided some of that. Um, no, I'm. I'm still dry as a church mouse. Uh, but I, I talked to. I as long as you, you donate it. As long as you've donated, that's that's. Fine. Well, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Oh, and I'll t- I'll tell you why. I will, but I'll tell you why I haven't. Um, I I took I took my son Guy back to college yesterday. Right. And it cost me a lot of money, a lot more money than I really thought it was going to. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, well, he has a 2009 um, Mac Mini that he hasn't used very much uh, since I gave him my old MacBook Pro. When he Makes went to sense. college, you know, this is his third year now. And I gave it to him just before he left on his freshman year. Yep. So, but he decided he wanted to take it. So I, I hooked it all up to everything. It's, you know, blew all the dust off, turn it on. And uh, checked for updates, pages and pages. 
of updates. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to do this. So uh, I went ahead and downloaded uh, Mavericks because yep. the 2009 Mac Mini is fine with it. Uh, and that took care of probably three quarters of the updates, but a lot of the application updates still needed to be done. Yes, but I found it was running like really slow. So I, I I did a quick look at it, and it only has two gigs of RAM and a hundred and twenty gig internal drive that had just so much stuff on it because he he is a he's a runner, so he had like just a ton of different kind of music, and it was taking up all this space. So uh, right. of course, what I ended up doing, I go to maxsales.com, OWC, yep. Other World Computing, and I got the uh, the eight gigabyte upgrade kit and a 750 gigabyte two and a half inch drive and the mini enclosure so that I can just copy everything off the existing drive. And when that shows up, um, I think it's next weekend or the weekend after that, whenever uh, September 7th is, which is his birthday, I'll take that down there and, and I'll, you know, install all this stuff. But that cool. was just the start of why I had to spend money. So uh, we get down there. And his birthday was, like I said, the 7th. So I had bought him, this is what he wanted. Uh, it's a 39-inch uh, LCD television set. Got it at a great price, under $300. And But then when we got down there, it was like, well, what are you going to put this on? Because it, it's, it's like an apartment slash dorm room. So there's a, a dining room table, a couple of beds, and a sofa. And that's it. There's nothing to put any of this stuff on. So we go to Target, uh, got him a bookcase, and got him a TV stand, which took me like almost forever to build because the only tools that we had was this Phillips head screwdriver where the, the, the head on the Phillips screwdriver was about the size of a helicopter blade. So trying to cram that into these little tiny screws was so much fun. And um, got all that together, hooked everything up because he also took his PS2 and a Nintendo 64, which is like a huge blast from the past. And I had to give him $200 so that he could get books once school starts. And I'm starting to add all this up in my head. And it's like, my God, did I spend a lot of money today? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I will I will contribute to ALS and I will do the uh, the video challenge. I have an idea of, of what I want to do. And, of course, people listening to this show can assume that it will be odd, and it will be. So Yes, and make sure you challenge some people. I will, I will. Uh, the other thing, do you remember last week I was talking about, you know, simplifying my network and taking out the, uh, yes. the, the Airport Express? I thought you'd done it, actually. I had. That was a huge mistake. <laughs> I, I must admit, Guy, I've got to say, when you were telling me all this, I was thinking... No, no, don't do it, guy. Because I was just thinking how I tried it, kind of, kind of tried it many years ago, and it just didn't strike me until afterwards. But I was kind of apprehensive when you was telling me. But as you'd said, it all seemed to work, and it was goodness. <coughs> I kind of left it. But afterwards, I was thinking, mm, I had a problem with my ISP once, and I had to change. And I, I tried to use their router, and it just went tits up on oh excuse me it, 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 went, it went badly um, it went badly. you're thinking of the conversation we had earlier <laughs> i wasn't but now you are now i am yeah and this and that particular conversation guaranteed will not 
<laughs> be in the after show this week. <laughs> anyway, come on, tell us what the problems you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as as you know, uh, the airport uh, airport extreme does A, B, G, and N eight hundred two eleven. Right. And N being the fastest one that that particular yep. generation does. Yep. Well, this router that I got from my ISP, who I won't name, I should name because I'm pissed at him now, but I won't. Uh, apparently, I know. <laughs> Different end. And it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't need that. Guy, guy. I, we really didn't need that explanation. Okay, 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 okay. Um, it all, apparently, and I didn't realize this or I'd forgotten. It only does G Ooh. for wireless. Ooh. So the two Apple TVs in the house would be streaming content, and all of a sudden you'd get the, the spinning ball. And uh, internet for everyone that was indirectly, you know, connected through Wi-Fi was super slow. Now my Mac Pro was fine because I'm, you know, directly connected into the router with with a Cat six cable and it's just flying right along. But everybody else was having a really bad time of it. And I was thinking, you know, the only reason why I did all that was because it, it made it easier for me to tunnel out using Nicecast for a podcast that I'm not even doing yet. So. Why am I putting everyone else through that? So I, I put everything back the way it was. And it seems to be working fine. Right. Good. I um, felt like such an ass. <laughs> well, but the thing is, very often you have to kind of go through the process to learn a bit more and understand why. Yeah, but I would never remember those things. So I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Should we go to the website? We should. We should. You want to take the first one? P.I. Docket Mini. This is a review by Vicky or Sticky Votes. It's Vicky Stokes. Miss Stokes to dying gas. I always forget Miss Stokes. Um, the P or Pi Docket Mini is an iPad mini case with a keyboard. The Bluetooth keyboard has a battery life that is purported to be longer than most consumer-grade case and keyboard combinations. Docket Mini is marketed for mobile users, educators and students needing a lightweight, productive and protective solution for their on-the-go lifestyle. Go over and take a look at Miss Sticky Vokes' review. It's Vicky Stokes. <laughs> Miss Stokes to dying gas. Okay. You nitpick. Oh, where'd that one come from? <laughs> I, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, the next one up is, is that Sibilis? Sibilius? Sibilius? 7.5. Sibilis. Sibilis. This is a review by Sark Mealy. Avid has received a lot of criticism from Sybilis Lias users of late. Two years ago, the Finsbury Park London Finsbury. H- don't, don't You don't have to go to Finsbury. Just go to okay. Finsbury. Fin- Finsbury. Finsbury. Oh, well done. You sound Finsbury all local, Finsbury Park London HQ of the Sybilis development team was closed. Many developers laid off. And the suite's coding and maintenance operation relocated to the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- good yeah, okay. move. Ready, ready, ready. Yay for the Ukraine. Boo, because yeah. they moved it. Okay, go on. Yeah, and and considering everything that's going on over there right now, yeah, okay. Yeah, good move. Way to go. 
Rumors of serious financially troubled, uh, serious financial troubles circulated, and the company's vice president, CFO, and CTO resigned. Yet the market-leading score-writing software did not disappear, as some predicted and feared. In fact, a new version has recently been release, released. Wow, trouble reading today. Here, Sybilis 7.5.1, a significant further milestone release for bug fixes and maintenance, is examined. It's found to be as good as ever. Go on over to the website, and you can read more from Sark Mealy about the Sybilis 7.5 release. Okay, Batman. <laughs> no, that would be... Uh, oh. Well, you were getting that way. All right, I'll do this one. STM sequel bag. This is a review by Pyman Sarnell. Simon. <laughs> That's new. That's a new one. That's a new one. It is. Yeah. Welcome, Pyman Sarnell, to the MyMac website. And for us to completely screw up your name, Simon chose to test and review the STM SQL small laptop bag suitable for 12 to 14 inch laptops. A medium version, Rachel, designated for the 14 to 16 inch laptops is also available. He opted for the graphite colored one and the SQL is also offered in bright red or olive color scheme. And he showed you that there are people that are good in this city. Go on over to the website and read it. Simon, I'll tell you what, you've got to be honored because you will never have one of your reviews read like that ever again. No. So write plenty of them. But well done, guy. It made Thank me you. laugh. If no one else is laughing, I am. Well, and, okay. this ne and the next one is very apropos <laughs> to the way this show is going today. Tech fan number 175, the boob tube. Owen Rubin, <laughs> <laughs> Owen Rubin joins Tim Robertson to discuss their favorite television series, SSDs in Max, and much more. Um, can I hold my hand up here and, and admit something? Sure. I did skip past the favourite TV series bits because it was mostly American stuff, so I've gone past it, so I'm sorry. No, that's no, fine, no, because sorry, based on Tim. how we're laughing about words like boobs and ass, <laughs> we're, we're both like five years old. Oh, and can I say, because I didn't say at the start, thanks, Gary. You know who you are, and that's why I did the numbers as I did. Anyway, oh yeah, you forgot there. to say you forgot to say why. Yeah, well, no, well, the reason it was because Gary. That's it. I'm not saying any more. It was because of Gary. Okay, thanks, Gary. Thank you, I'll Gary. Leave it there. Yeah, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> now over on Google Plus. Uh, now I haven't actually used one of these, but you apparently have. Troy Mueller asks, "What exactly is a data doubler and follow up with some Macs that can use them?" Okay, well, right, a data doubler. Um, a lot of Macs these days come, or sorry, no, let me rephrase that. A lot of Macs used to come <laughs> with yeah. a uh, with a CD or DVD drive. Mm, what Not use so are they? much anymore. <laughs> what so much anymore. So what use are they? And in fact, the Mac Mini that I have here 
does didn't come with a uh, spare DVD drive, but my one downstairs has. However, the Mac Mini is a unibody design, and as you may well know, a lot of the Mac Minis can have two drives in them. Wait, wait, However, wait. Before you go any farther, remember that when they changed the design, the first change, when I'm sorry, when they first changed the design of the Mac Mini, the very first one did have the optical drive. Yeah, which is what I so, said. The so one, the space, the space is, was which still there. Which is what there. I said. If you right. were listening. <laughs> to what? <laughs> the one I've got downstairs does have the CD drive. Oh, and the one I've got upstairs doesn't. However, they both are exactly the same shape and size. Mm-hmm. Got mm. me so far? Right. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. That means, that means there is space so inside <laughs> two hard drives because the size of this particular Mac Mini also serves as the new Mac Mini. <laughs> anyway, a data doubler is the uh, adapter to enable you to put an extra drive in your Mac Mini or... If you have a MacBook Pro, I think it is, with a spinning um, DVD optical player, drive, right. optical drive, that's the word I was looking for, then you could also put a data doubler a frame in there so you can add the uh, the new hard drive. And obviously it doesn't only come with the... Um, with the drive, the data doubler kit that you get comes with uh, certainly the one I got from OWC, um, comes with the the frame that you need. It comes with the tools that you need, and it also comes with the connector that you will need to uh, obviously click it in place. So a data doubler is exactly that—a frame or the uh, kit to enable you to put an extra hard drive in your Mac if um, if it can take it. And that's why I was kind of spending a long time in the Mac Minis because you might look at your Mac Mini and say well it hasn't got a DVD or an optical drive in there but that doesn't mean that it can't take the extra hard drive. Right and frankly optical drives really (laughs) and I've got to say as I have done it I have now deleted my iPhoto library from the uh, main hard drive which was part of the process because it's now sitting quite happily and runs quite happily on my spare hard drive that uh, was the original hard drive that I got with a Mac Mini um, and it works quite well so I've now got a nice clean fast machine which I'm not clogging up with photos I'm clogging up the 750 gigabyte um, data doubled drive which I've stuck in there with my what are you doing what are you <laughs> something you were talking about earlier yeah I, 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 yeah okay thanks yeah. <laughs> um anyway so that's what it does that help do you think on the data double a bit yeah i think so i think so yeah yeah but it'd be, it, whatever mac you've got type it in and say to google uh, or bing or or yahoo search or search engine of your choice <laughs> But into Google, other search engines are available. (laughs) (laughs) And type, can this Mac be data doubled? Yum, (laughs) yum. (laughs) Yum, (laughs) Thank God they can't see our show notes. Uh, We got some comments. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We got some comments regarding show 18, uh, regarding uh, content and drives. And from Peter Bird, he writes, 
Uh, well, for the foreseeable future, I will need a Mac simply because mobile devices at the present simply aren't capable of doing some of the things I need to do on a regular basis. Yep. So until they are, I will need my Mac. And to be honest, I just like using it for certain things. It's just easier. Actually, you know, I was listening to uh, OWC Radio. I think it was number 10. And Tim was talking to a developer. And mm-hmm. they kind of went into that topic as well. You know, talking it, about could you use an iPad for your regular computer? It's kind of it's kind of a tool for the job, though, isn't it? It's yeah. like you can watch. I can watch TV on my iPad, but actually, we like sitting down and watching TV on the bigger screen in the room all together. And you know, it, it creates a different environment, a different situation in which we all discuss the, the the TV program that we're watching, or you know, enjoy the experience of it. And it's just a tool for the job. So it's actually quite nice. I, I like the Mac Mini because it's so small. I go upstairs and I use it for doing the jobs. And if I if I had the iPad. And I only had the iPad. The, the thing is, if they do get that powerful, each everybody in the, the household would have to have one. Because sure. at the moment, I haven't got the iPad with me. Somebody else is using it. Well, not um, only that, but there's only you, – you can't log in as you onto an no, iPad. No, that's, that's – that's, we didn't mention that, actually. No, we and didn't, and we should big, have. We should have, because that – thinking about it, that's a big, big problem, especially in our household, because we all use the iPad. And um, – it is really seemingly still a bit of a um, a unibody device. device. Yeah, <laughs> you see what I did there. Yeah, yum yum. Unibody. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead and do the next it? one. I'm okay. sorry, uh, Troy, Troy Muller. You where started. Would I, <laughs> where would I put my Iron Man MacBook Air case sticker if I didn't have a MacBook? Now that that Troy, I've got to say. That is the biggest and best reason for for having a, a MacBook here. Yeah, except iPads I also look, I, have the image and you could put it on the back of an oh, iPad. Oh, stop. No, no, because everybody puts cases on them. Well, I, I have uh, Zombie Snow White on the back of my iPad. Do you? I'd like yeah, to see holding that. up, holding up like her hand out, holding the apple. And boy, do I get some looks when I pull that out and start using it. They're kind of like, yeah. So uh, next up, Daniel Luck says, for many users, an iOS device like the iPhone or iPad will be sufficient for most of their tasks, such as email, Facebook, Google Plus, minor photo editing. For advanced or creative users, we will still need a Mac or a PC. I use my PC to support my website with some light PHP and bash scripting. And certainly for things like that, you actually, you could use, I guess, like a text editor to do that. But why? Why would you? (laughs) (laughs) Was that a question? (laughs) Yeah. Well, not really. It was more like a, huh? (laughs) Okay. Right. Alistair Jenks, the bit about using Wi-Fi drives for content streaming to iOS isn't the problem with that, that you will need a computer to get the content onto the drive in the first place. Is there software built into the drives or are there iOS apps that will write to them? Good question, Alistair. Well, there is. You're um, such a, he's such a smart ass, that guy. <laughs> we should I hate have him. him on. I hate him already. <laughs> um, there's uh, the, um, where is it? The, the Seagate Wireless Plus is the second week in a row I'm talking about it. Um, actually, actually, it's going to come up again in just a little bit. Uh, the Seagate Wireless Plus actually has an iOS um, 
uh, application that's that's on it. And if you're getting content from anywhere other than iTunes, you can, I mean, you can download that content right to the drive or, or move it to the drive from the iPad. It, you know, and the software is pretty good. Would I want to use it exclusively? No, not for not for managing content. I think uh, if if I was just keeping all of my content, you know, uh, quote in the cloud, unquote, through like Apple or Amazon or or something like that, and I was just downloading it when I wanted to watch it or listen to it, th- you know, that would be fine. It just takes a lot longer, and you need a relatively you know high speed connection to do it. Uh, you, yeah, that, that with, with any. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the problem with all of this process. When we, you know, we was on holiday um, and we were walking on the southwest coastal path, the, the, one of the biggest issues is connectivity. Because there was a lot of time and some of the places we went, they had nothing. Or, you know, it, it's, it can be very difficult in, you know, not so remote places to get a reasonable Wi-Fi connection, which makes a lot of these devices not completely redundant, but very much more brick-like. <laughs> <laughs> Brickish. Yeah, brick. Brickish, Brickish Brick. for the Brick. British. Brick-a-brack. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, uh, can you... I guess it really depends on your individual use case and how you use a computer over whether or not you could replace it uh with an iPad and i'm i'm and i'm sure that in the re- in either iOS 8 because we haven't seen what that's going to be like in its final version or iOS 9 uh the you know the iPads i think are going to get bigger they're going to get more storage space and i think we will see user accounts eventually and that'll and once that happens you know i mean they're it's not so much they're moving the Mac to iOS they're kind of I'm sorry, the other way around. It's not that they're moving iOS to the Mac. It's more along the lines of they're moving Mac features into iOS. Yeah. yeah. And so eventually we're going to get there. And uh, devices like this are the future. You know, big laptops and big desktops for the majority of people isn't where things are going. It's smaller, lighter, more portable. And, And that's what these types of devices are. Great feedback from Google Plus and our listeners. We love you lots. Yep, thank you. And we we got some feedback from email. And this is like the John Nemo show today. From John Nemo says, well, regarding this is the first time you've mentioned him. Uh, well, is it? Oh yeah, I guess it is. All right. <laughs> Buddy, well, and be safe, oh, John. Be safe. If, is he in California? Uh, no, he's in Arizona. Ah, so he's all right then. It's the people in California that need to be safe then. Yes, and and yeah. please, if you live in the area that was affected by the earthquake, you know, all kidding aside, uh, we hope that you're well and that everyone that you care about is also well. Yep. So anyway, anyway feedback. Back back feedback. to weirdness. Uh, yeah. From John. From John. You know, <laughs> regarding the spam in your iOS email guy. Run it through Gmail and the spam goes away. Whoa, 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 whoa. I flipping hate Gmail because all I get through Gmail is flipping spam. I just can't stand Gmail. Anyway, I'm not going to dwell on that. Well, you should give it to me because I love spam. (laughs) People keep going on. We went and saw spam a lot on Friday night. I forgot to mention that. We saw Spam a lot at a local theater on Friday night, and it was great. 
Spam, yeah. spam, spam, spam. People keep... Can I move on? People yeah. keep telling me that Gmail is great for, you know, um, getting rid of spam. Well, I'm sorry, but I've got to disagree because the... the I, I do not use Gmail other than actually where I have to because I'm asked to by um, certain places. And all I get is bloody spam through it. So I'm going to disagree with you there, John, I'm afraid, but there you go. Well, you're going to love this next sentence then. And the Gmail app is far superior to the mail app in iOS. Nemo. Yeah, I don't use it. No, thank you. <laughs> And there was, there were actually, there. Uh, I, I don't have, have a problem with the mail app at all. I, I, anyway. I, I for for the Mac, I don't mind the mail app. I, no, I, don't, I don't particularly care it on, for it on on in iOS. Not a big fan. I don't fan. mind it on either. I don't mind it on either. Anyway, anyway. Um, there was actually a lot of stuff that happened don't on Twitter. Use it. We don't obviously don't use it to its f- the full potential that other people are using their mail. Perhaps. No, not at all. <laughs> There was a lot of stuff that actually happened in Twitter, but it was all related to um, the ice bucket challenge, and I really didn't want to go through all of that. We kind of went over that at the beginning of the show. But the yeah. last thing before we break, <clears throat> yeah. has, what do you mean? Um, what? We got we got a we got a Skype call. <laughs> I know. Wow. It 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 makes me Jerry Ryan all over. It really, really does. I mean, it makes me so happy. <laughs> and uh, except for the fact that it is costing me money, but in this case, actually, I, I don't, I don't mind. Call the Skype number seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Cost me money, and we will listen to your call on the air, that's, just like this one. That's great. Because we were done. Hi, it's John yeah. Nemo. Enjoying show five one eight. Come up again. And you must be aware that Seagate says that your plus drive will self-destruct and explode in your gadget bag and blow up your house, your car, and all of Peter's costumes and all of Guy's karate gear if you don't see a final draft by September the 1st. On a more frivolous, I beg your pardon, more serious note, the idea of using the iPad as an exclusive device is excellent, and I highly recommend a $100 keyboard case from iGear, I-G-E-A-R. And I can certainly send you the link for that. Yeah, please, please send that to me. It's it turns, it's got a stylus, and it's got a wonderful Bluetooth keyboard and very good protection. Keep it up, G-Men. I'm calling from sunny Petaluma, California. See, he Talk was, oh, he he was in California. <laughs> Well, John, I hope uh, I hope everything is okay. I I don't remember uh, what time this that particular call came in, but I think it was uh, earlier today, which means that you know all the all the bad stuff that happened had already happened. Oh, right. So as long as he's safe, as long as he's safe, John, and um, we love you lots, and thanks for the call, and I I can't answer it. <laughs> yeah, I I really 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 need to get that that review done because i don't want to replace all that stuff <laughs> get, get us out of here um everybody if you want to stand by mm. we're going to let you stand by because guy and gas uh, they'll be right back mm. hey there how are you it's the governor.
Do you know how I got my huge muscles? Well, do you? I worked out every day and ate my vegetables. Now I'm learning how to grow my very own on the Your Own Victory Garden podcast. It's only on the Stoplight Network. I'm a gardener, you idiot. No, it's not a tumor. It's compost. Don't go to the chopper. Get to the raised bed. Hasta la vista, baby. million years of human evolution in the making. The G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the next break. I mean next section (laughs) of MyMac. What's the show again? I don't know. Uh, DXIX. DXIX, there we go. There we go. Um, yes, yes. Um, Guy, now. Yeah. Um, that music in the middle there was great, and those two ads re- always make me laugh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned the other week um, my transition uh, from using iWeb uh, to skipping over to Rapid Weaver. Yes. And I was thinking about it during the week, and I suddenly thought, hmm, Perhaps that's not such a good idea for me to talk about what I did. And you'll probably find out why when we come to it. But you have put lots of great information and possible software to use for people who are still with iWeb and who are getting to the point where they are thinking, "Mm, perhaps we need to move. Yeah. um, Now, one one of the things that I should say right off, the bat here i have actually used each one of these programs uh, right. so, some some older than others because can, can uh, i mention can i mention yeah. i haven't <laughs> uh but yeah but uh, we we i know you have a copy of sandvox which is the first one that i was going to talk about now the only thing about sandvox that that i didn't care for was that you are and and honestly, for most people, it makes absolutely no difference at all. But you are pretty much locked into their templates. And you can change some of the, the features of the templates, but not that much. It's not going to look that different from where it, it, it started from. But the nice thing about Sandvox, it is very, very easy to use. And if you were going to migrate from an iWeb, <clears throat> sorry, an iWeb uh, website to Sandvox, really all you would have to do, and and this is one thing that it does very well, uh, it's very easy to make uh, the common threads on your website look the same on, in each page. So once you have the site kind of looking the way you want it to, at that point, all you have to do is copy and paste your content over and hit publish and you're done. And um, it's it's a very good program for people that aren't interested in making a website that looks, you know, this is going to sound kind of mean, it looks different from, a lot of other websites, they just want to get their content up. They don't want to be bothered with um, the the harder parts 
of website design when you know getting into PHP and and CSS and and you know all the the, the rest of that. Sandbox makes it very very easy to create and post uh, your content, and the fact that it's only set it's only about and these are all pretty much the same price. I just noticed it, it, it's eighty dollars, and there is a free trial available through their website. And uh, if you prefer to manage all of your software through the Mac App Store, then they do have a version of uh, Sandbox av- available there. And I know I sound kind of harsh. I sounded kind of harsh about Sandvox, um, but it really is well put together software. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It it's it it it's very similar to the lines of of iPhone um, iWeb, uh, in so much as it's got very easy to follow processes, and as you say, it keeps your frames in in you know a neat order, and uh, keeps the uh, the whole website in a a, a nice easy. Uh, uniform uh, discharge, yes. as it were, but I, 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 I kind of went away from iWeb because some of the things that you said about it being rather restrictive. But I've ended up going into an equally restrictive <laughs> software <laughs> To be fair, however, however, well, why don't you talk say, about because that's that's the next one to talk about. Yeah, however, the, we moved on to Real Mac, and guy uh, guy asked the question of me: is How did I move? Well, let, let's let's make this statement to start off with. I I had a copy of uh, Rapid Weaver, which is Real Mac software, uh, Rapid Weaver, and one of the reasons I actually had uh, Rapid Weaver was because. Um, Don McAllister actually used it. He used to use it for his uh, his business website. Uh, and I thought that, you know, it, if someone's using it for that, then it, it can't be bad software. And it, it's not bad software. But again, I think the bigger you get and the more you're doing and the more you want control of your website, then the more likelihood that you're actually going to go away and get more into coding and, and possibly use a, a much more... Uh, expensive and possibly professional and, and coded um, process. But the good thing with Rapid Weaver is there is a ton, an absolute ton of add-ons yeah. which you can get and put into your into your website. And some of them make the websites look really, really professional looking. So, you know, if you want expansion, if you're thinking, oh, you know, um, um, the likes of Sandbox can't do this, you know, it can't do this special twirly, twizzly thing with my videos and put them in this sort of way. I mean, if you want to take a look at, um, for example, malpastowers.com, if you go over to the pictures, I just like the way that I've got the thumbnails, which when you go over them, you know, they they come up with a small uh, expansion and they go, go increase onto the screen and then you can apply, you know, um, some of the wording and some information around the photo and then you can have a slideshow from it. And I just, you know, th- those sorts of things can be done in some of the other applications, but um, Rapid Weaver has a ton of um, developers out there all developing specific um, units and it's called Stacks. Stacks is like the, re- the real... Um, piece of um, uh, extra software which you can apply into um, Rapid Weaver, and it just it just makes it so much better and so much more usable, and, and gives you so much more power. And if that's as far as you want to go, and um, you know you can make a business out of these websites from, from Rapid, Weaver, Rapid Weaver, then that's fine. But if you 
you know, you are kind of then tied in. And that's the problem that I, I had with, with a lot of these programs. Yeah. And it's the problem I've got here now, because it, I think if I wanted to actually export, um, my blogs, I suppose, that would be a thing because obviously I've got control of all of the other pieces of information, all of the pictures that I put up there, all of the videos that I put up there. But if you wanted to keep the history, let's, let, let's give the example of the MyMap website. Um, Tim, a few years ago, changed how the MyMap website was being put together and he changed the service product uh, that he was using, I think, from memory, if memory serves right. Yes, yes, he did. And he, and he had to move all of that stuff over because, you know, it's it, for me, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me if I lost a lot of my blog entries. You know, I could live with it. And that's kind of what I did when I moved from my web. I lost a lot of the blog entries, although I did copy a lot of them over and basically did exactly that guy, just pasted the, right. the content into the new blog page. Well, the text... The text and duplicated the dates and everything, but it, you know, so it took a little bit of time because I had to duplicate the timings and everything on it, uh, which was a bit of a pain. But if you've got years worth of blog posts, for example, like years Tim worth did, of, and years worth of reviews that you've got to keep in, then being tied into something like that can make it very much more difficult. But the 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 option is then you're going to need to go into a a, a system which allows you to keep a standard uh, non-proprietary um, process HTML coding, which you know, allows you to be able to move it. And I don't think, actually, I think, to be perfectly honest with you, not giving anybody kudos here, I think it's pretty difficult if you move from one website um, provider to another. And when I say website provider, I'm talking about the software that you're using, which is what yes. we're talking about here. You know, even if you were, you know, you you went to somebody who wrote the code for your website and they wrote it in standard language, they're still going to put bits of information and little pieces in there which, you know, could cause you problems and headaches if you moved. So um, it, 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 you, you, you pay your money and you take your choice. And I've been quite happy with uh, Rapid Weaver so far. It's been able to do what I, I've wanted it to do, which isn't, you know, that clever and that... Um, uh, complicated, I've got to say. Yeah, and it's also priced at seventy nine ninety nine. It uh, is. You can get a free trial of it over at uh, Real Mac's uh, website, and it's also on the Mac App Store. Now, yes. if I was going to have a criticism of uh, Rapid Weaver, it's that you can't kind of see what it's going to look like while you're working on it. You have to kind of go through the preview process to to see what it's going to look like and then you go back into the software again and, and you make your changes but that's uh, the, what, what, what can i say though that's not that difficult though guy no 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 i'm not saying it's you, difficult you press, i mean you just press the button at the bottom of the page and you know it, it basically then shows you your website and then you click the button again and it takes you back into where you are on the coding so that's I'm, I'm it used to be more complicated so perhaps you're on an older version possibly because it is, it is quite quick. I mean, I'm just looking at I've, I've opened it up, and I'm actually looking at it now, and um, there's like a button at the bottom. You click it, it goes through right. the process and shows you a page. Uh, so it is quite quick. No, no, no. It's, it's not that it isn't quick or that it isn't easy. It's just that as, as compared to Sandvox and some of these other programs where Which I, you have, yeah, you have true, live previewing true. while true. you're actually doing yeah, it. True, true enough, true enough. And, and with, all of these, with all of these programs... Um, 
don't always rely on those live views every once in a while. Go ahead and preview it in a browser so that you'll know exactly. And it wouldn't hurt you to preview it in a few different browsers. You know, um, most on people types of machines. Yeah, if if you can. Uh, but you can you can have Firefox, you can have Chrome, and you can have Safari all running on your Mac and do previews in each one of those, just so that you can know what it's going to look like in in other in other programs. But that's really my only criticism of of Rapid Weaver was that you don't have the live preview that you do with some of these yeah, other programs. Fair point. Fair point. <clears throat> now this the next program I know you've probably. You may never even have heard of this program before. I've heard of it, yes. I have heard of it. Oh, okay, well. good. Uh, okay. Y- y- no, I have heard of it, actually. I think, I've think got a feeling we may have mentioned it before, you know. Uh, I may have had it for an app pick a long time ago. I think you did. I think you did. Uh, this is this is a kind of a unique program of all of these. You can you can use templates. They You know, the program does come with templates. But think of it as... Uh, like you play, did you play with Legos as a kid? Um, Legos don't, don't know. Lego I used to, I used yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Legos. Lego. Legos. Yeah. The, the blocks. <laughs> yes, mate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> more that's okay. That, that's kind of how this program works. You, you create a, it uh, uses a Lego. header. That's yes, it does. That's yeah. Yeah. HTML and the L stands for Lego. <laughs> uh, you you build kind of the the blocks of your website, so you'll have a header block, you'll have a sidebar block, you'll have a content block, and you'll have a footer block, and whatever other kind of blocks that you want to have in between. And when you create one of these blocks in Goldfish, it stays like that, and it's going to look exactly the same on every page that you drop that block into, which makes it very, very flexible. However, of the programs that we have mentioned so far, it's also the most difficult to use. But right. if you if you kind of power through it, you can get some uh, amazing results. This was this was probably my favorite uh, web editor for a long, long time. Um, though I, I I'm not currently using it on that other site that uh, we're. <laughs> eventually may or may not do anything with. Um, but uh, if you want to find out, and there is also a, a free trial available through Fishbeam Software's website, and it's available on the Mac App Store, $69 for the standard version, $129 for the professional version. But, uh, yeah, if you're interested in, in website, design, website design and you want to make something that looks really unique, uh, Goldfish is a good program to uh, to kind of get your feet wet with, and and the nice thing about all these programs is that there's free trials. So try it before you buy it, and if it's not your cup of tea, move on to another one. The next one is probably the absolute hardest to use of mm. all the ones that I have listed here, but it's also the one that, in my opinion probably will give you the the most professional results it, and it's i believe it's also the longest living program well i mean you know the one that's been around the longest of all the ones that we've mentioned here and that is soft presses freeway program uh they've kind of changed things up 
since uh, I used it last. There's two versions of it. There's a free version and there's a pro version. That used to be like the, you know, the, <clears throat> the, the standard version and the pro version. But now they've basically taken, I think, the previous version, which is version 6 dot whatever. That's the free version. And the, the brand new pro version uh, that cost $150 is version 7 with all the, you know, the latest gigas that, that they wanted to put into it. Uh, this is a program that can take some time to kind of wrap your head around, but some of what it does is is really really great. So I, again, this is another program that uh, that you should take a look at if you're if you're looking to uh, to to move things over. And you know, I just realized that I, I left one out. Actually, I've left two out, but the 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 one that I've left out is probably the absolute closest thing that we're going to talk about here today to iWeb that iWeb was, and that is Rage Software's EverWeb. And even even the, the front end of it, when you first fire up the program and you want to choose a design, you'd swear it was like the next version of yeah. iWeb. Yeah. But some of the things that EverWeb does that iWeb has never been able to do is you can make uh, changes to the standard templates, save it as as that as your own template, and any new pages that you create are automatically generated with that new look, which iWeb was not able to do. Because I, I actually did a series of tutorials on how to kind of make iWeb your own. And uh, I used to have a site called MacParrot.com where uh, I had... May I had made the whole thing in iWeb, and it didn't look anything. I mean, it looked hideous, but it didn't look anything like an iWeb site. Uh, but it, the the whole thing was done in iWeb. But anytime I needed to make a new page, I basically had a uh, an empty page with all that stuff on it that I hadn't that I didn't publish to the site. And whenever I made a new page, I would take it from there, but it would still take a lot of work to uh to to put the whole thing together. Well, but Everweb makes all of that kind of go away. It's it's a really really super easy program to use. If you're trying if you're looking for a program that's going to be as close to what you're used to in iWeb, Rage Software's Everweb, which coincidentally enough is also 79.99, um <laughs> that's for the, the 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 version that doesn't have hosting. They also have uh, you can get a version of it that has hosting services. So if you just want to publish, you can, it's like one-stop shopping. You can use EverWeb, the hosting services that, that they recommend, and it'll be, you know, just like the old days, putting it up into MobileMe. Uh, it's not available in the Mac App Store, <clears throat> but there are some templates uh, available to to kind of expand the program. But I really, I really kind of like this software. I, I don't. Have you played with it at all yet, Gaz? No, no. I've I've seen it on several occasions, and uh, I've I've kind of touched it. But you know, again, it's like all this stuff. It, it takes time to to really get into it, and unless you've got to commit to some of these things, and that's why I've, I've kind of committed to Rapid with You know, um, unless it was my my job, then and and. Just, I was just thinking about it as we were discussing all of these as well. iWeb still works, folks. You can still sure. use it. It's, it's not, you know, it's um, not dead. 
it's not dead, but um, obviously it can't take advantage of a lot of the newer stuff which the web starts picking up on, like HTML5, for instance, although you can do a bit of HTML5 in, in iWeb. Yeah, um, and but, you also um, can't auto-publish like you used to be able to. Yeah, that's right. So, so th- th- there is lots of stuff which you kind of, you know, it just takes time and you've got to get involved with it. And I think you can't really feel how good a, uh, an application is unless you spend time with it. It's like there's another I, I so-called iWeb option or, you know, something which you, you can use, which is there's uh, an application called Flux, which I think is about $100. Really? So I haven't the, heard of that. Yeah, it's it's one that I came across, and um, I meant to send it to you, really. So slap my wrist for not sending it to you. I'm going to yeah, look it up comes, real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, Flux comes from theescapers.com, and it's it's slightly different, but it, it looks, again, like a, another um, sort of application which will give you, uh, you know, the basic stuff of what you're looking for. Um, but I, I've... Having gone through all of these, I'm still quite happy with the fact that I've got I've got RapidWeather, and you know, there you you've also got on here the fact that you could use WordPress, of course, which is free, absolutely, and free. and there are obviously other online applications where they do the whole package for you um, and makes it easy with drag and drop. So. The thing is, I think you've got to sit down and really kind of work out, one, how much you want to pay, um, not just for the applications, but, you know, if you're going to use one of these online services which uh, enable you to, um, you know, put everything in and they, they do the, the service of the back-end stuff with the, the domain name as well, you know, how much you're, you're prepared to put in each each year and how much you're prepared to pay and, and just how much time you want to put in in learning and how to do some of this stuff. You know, I, I, I deem it now that I've got to a point where I'm quite happy with what I've got on the, the website. Well, you know, I'm not totally happy, but I'm, I'm quite happy, you know, happy enough for it to continue. Happy-ish. And I just, happy-ish. And I, I just want to dump, <laughs> I just want to dump stuff in there and, and um, allow that content to be out there. And that's the thing. You've really got to work out what it is you're trying to do. Uh, with your website and i think if you're really serious then you've probably got to learn html uh, and and build your, your site yourself um if you're really that serious yeah yeah um now wordpress if if you're not someone who is really comfortable with getting down and dirty into you know how the web works make sure whatever hosting service you're using and most of them do uh, allow for WordPress installations where they kind of handle uh, the, the back end because otherwise it can become very complicated very easily and even once you've had it downloaded you know the nice thing about WordPress is a lot of people use it so there's there's a lot of free stuff out there for it uh, the, the bad thing about WordPress is a lot of people use it and therefore, they, for whatever reason, make it kind of not the easiest program in the world to use for day-to-day stuff. Uh, it's Again, it, it, it's like everything else. There's a learning curve that's involved. So um, now, Gas may have a different opinion, uh, but if you're just looking for software to replace iWeb, I would say 
the first the first choice or the first thing you should be looking at should be Rage Software's EverWeb. If you want something that looks and works pretty much the same way that iWeb does, it's it's kind of like iWeb Pro. Uh, check out Rage Software's EverWeb. Uh, the next thing I would look at, and again, this is just my opinion, uh, for ease of use would be Corellia Software's uh, Sandbox. Now, of, of all these programs, Gaz, uh, which, what would be the two that you would choose? The, if I, well, yeah. Have you never used most of them? Sorry. Well, no, yeah, I didn't I've think about a, that. No, I have seen a lot of them and I have touched a lot of them. And, and the, but the fact is what, what I like about, I, I agree with you on Rage Software of the Everwhere because it's a, if you just want a like for like and it's similar in build process and as you said, it's kind of iWeb Pro. Um, but I, I would still go for Rapid Weaver as a secondary option, not because it's any easier to use, although it is fairly easy to use, and the basic modelling is quite simple, but the the amount of screencasts that there are out there, the amount of help that you yeah, can get that's true. with Rapid Weaver and the amount of add-ons and extras that you can get, you know, if you if you want to be able to, you know, go beyond just the basic, then uh, for me, the, the amount of support that you can get out there through from rapid not from rapid with or from real maps themselves but the fact that there's so much available uh content to assist you on your way that's kind of why i'd probably uh you know point people in that direction yeah um but a lot of people i suppose if if a lot of people are now shouting at the uh at their uh um podcasting player devices of choice <laughs> um and saying Learn HTML, which could be another option. You go and you go. You know, there's how much help is there out there? Uh, video tutorials, books, etc., on how to learn uh, HTML. So you know, equally. Um, but the problem with that is, of course, you've got to start from absolute ground Scratch, zero. Right. Whereas, obviously, these these packages um, do a lot of the framework for you. And, right. And, and you if you're it. looking, if you're looking for software that that's going to kind of hold your hand through it. I would agree with you, Gaz, that Rapid Weaver has just a ton of stuff out there to, to help get yeah. you started. Yeah. The, the the second one that I would recommend, if that's the way you want to go, would be WordPress. There is also yes. Yes. a lot out there Agreed. to help walk you through creating sites in uh, WordPress. Because I helped uh, my brother Larry and I helped my brother Bill set up his website, which is com for the books that he writes. And... Uh, we got him, honestly, it was mostly my brother, Larry, because he's much smarter than I am. Um, I relied a lot on uh, online tutorials to help me get Bill through the stuff that I didn't really know how to do in yeah. WordPress. But almost all of it, if you have a question about WordPress, chances are you can find somebody online that has either blogged about it, written about it, filmed it, videoed it, recorded it, you know, did something to, to help you out with. Yep. So that's, so I guess that's, uh, that, that's kind of our walkthrough of, uh, easy to mid range website creation programs. Yep. So I should I'm get sure, out of here. I, I'm, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's more out there, but I think that's, that's pretty good coverage from, from a Mac perspective. So yeah. yeah. And, and actually before we go, one last thing, uh, we have mentioned uh, how many programs here? Uh, six, seven, 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven programs listed here in all, including Flux. Eight if you include iWeb. Oh, true, true. Uh, but, but if you know, if you know of, anymore, of <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> if you know of an easy to use website creation program that we haven't mentioned here, uh, please let us know about it in all the various ways that we have of contacting us, except of course, for calling our Skype number, which is 703-436-9571. That's not even it. 703-436-9501. And no, what? is that right? Yeah, that yeah that's right. Oh, 703 I have to scoot down. Scoot, scoot, scoot. 436 at, at least we won't have to mention that number again. Yeah, but we will. So get us out of here, guy. Everyone, uh, just contact us if you know of another, of another one. Stand by to stand by. Contact us. Call us, Captain Miller. And we'll be, cost me money, right back. Hey, guy, there's a new podcast out. Great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. Okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's Talk Apple. Oh, jeez. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Who cares? And welcome, everyone, back to the third and final section of MyMac podcast uh, DXIX. Don't, right? don't do it yet, though, because I'm not ready. Oh, I just started. <laughs> Sorry, Colin, <laughs> winding you up, guy. <laughs> oh, God. You know, you do that, and it just makes me nod my head. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tips. I just decided tip. to jump right in there. I just didn't want to go through what we went through last week, the labored references to get to some one of us saying, nod your head. Just Isn't this Gaz's tip? Yeah, it is. Can you shut up then, please? I will. I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm hoping this is going to be simpler, cleaner, and a little bit more concise than the uh, road crash that I had last week. Okay. You used to be able to drag a file or an application to the menu part of the bar, or the menu bar at the top of the finder window. Well, you still can, but all you have to do now is press and hold the command bar whilst you're dragging the file or the application to the position you want in your Finder window. This is really useful if when you go to your Finder, you always want to go to a particular application or folder or file. Hit it. Ah! Oh, come on. (laughs) Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Yeah, I think uh, I think Soundboard was distracted by what's currently in my uh, my Google search window. <laughs> 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 
Um, have you got a pick? I do I have a pick. <laughs> It's Jerry. It's Jerry Ryan. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just me yeah, wish, no, wishfully no. thinking. Uh, it's Carell, Carell's, Carell's Pinnacle Studio, which is a. Yeah, you've given away what we talk about now. Haven't you? I know. I know. Which is <laughs> I can't help it. Which is, uh, in my opinion, one of the finest video. Editing. Oh, hold on. I got to get rid of that window. That is just making me. <laughs> it's Goodbye. It's making you ill. <laughs> it is. Well, not so much ill, just distracted. Because I'm supposed to be looking here on my monitor on the left at our show notes. But every time I glance over to the right, it's like, ooh, there she is again. <laughs> and I just get completely lost. <laughs> so it's uh, Corel's. What am I talking about? My app pick. It's Corel's uh, Pinnacle Studio, which, in my opinion, is the finest video editor in iOS. It's only nine ninety nine. Uh, it's just, it's just awesome. If you plan on doing any video editing in iOS, and and don't try doing it on an iPhone because that's just a that's just a fail. Um, Go on over and get this app nine ninety nine. There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of add ons if you want them, but you really don't need them if you don't want them. This just a great app. Um, as we were talking, this is quite apropos what we were talking about earlier when it comes to being <clears throat> asked what exactly is a data doubler. Well, when you uh, uh, fit your data doubler, very often a lot of people use the iFixit site. Um, to actually help them. Well, there is an app, an iOS iFixit uh, repair app, which has walkthroughs for you and shows you exactly what to do and it takes you um, through all of the models. It doesn't just have Mac gear on there. It has lots of other gear on there. Uh, it's free. Go over, download it, have a look, especially if you are thinking about or actually going to go through the process of... Uh, making a repair or an alteration to your device or machine. Yeah, like adding more RAM or a hard drive to a, my son's Mac Mini. Or I know I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and it's exactly. free too. Uh, while we were is, talking, yeah. I just I just downloaded it. Cool, cool. Uh, nothing for people's picks this week, but we oh, we are up face. to a. It is a sad face. We are up to a new total on Facebook of 147 likes. Yay! Is that changed from last week then? Yeah. No, it's supposed to be happy. <laughs> were you? Were you? No. <laughs> no. No, I like that one. <laughs> That's everybody on Facebook. <laughs> Do you know, I think Facebook. Is- <laughs> I think it's. It is. I do like it. And, uh, you, you know, we, um, well. So we're really, really excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes. He's gonna... looking for Facebook. Oh, darn. And he you forgot his I... password. And I know. <laughs> what? Anyway, I know. I know. We love working with those guys. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> uh, if... We, w- we would also love it if you would go over to iTunes and uh, do an app, an app, oh my God, do a podcast review for the, don't do it based on this week, for the MyMac.com podcast uh, that really, really does help us out. 
Uh, Google Plus is up to 128 members, and we welcome Steve Orenstein, or is that Orenstein? I used to go to a company called Orenstein and Koppel. And what, what, <laughs> okay. I just, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay, well, what do they sell? Uh, they used to manufacture great big, large, um, um, like Terex machines. If I said Terex machines, does that help you? You know, big Not earth digging all. machines. Oh, it's, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Like bulldozers uh, o- o- and stuff like o- that. That's it. O and K, they used to be called. Orenstein and Koppel. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, yeah. Steve, welcome. Welcome. We have no idea whether you like big earth-moving machines, but we're glad you joined the MyMac podcast community over there on Google+. And, uh, Steve, what you need to do now is go over to iTunes, do a review, let me know that you've done that review, and you will receive something that that just I, I, I can't even describe how no, much it, joy... I, yeah, Steve, it'll tickle your pink. <laughs> or, or, no, 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 no. No, 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 guy, no. <sighs> Some things, Gaz, people say. But, but it, I'm tickled pink. I mean, that's Yeah, what okay, tickled pink. I, I like yeah. that phrase. And that's why I said to him, it'll it. tickle his pink. We'll just leave it right there. Okay. But sorry. if you let me know that you have done an iTunes review... I will send you, you... officer, I'm being taken away. <laughs> I'll send you a Woody. I'll send one to that policeman, too, if he'll let you stay till the end of the show. He said he's nodding his head. Oh, is he? Oh, yes. crap. I wasn't ready. There. Hit it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but if you do 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 an iTunes do, review, do, do, do. view, view, view... God, the police... <laughs> what a brilliant you can, reference. You didn't even know that, or did you? Uh, well, I do now. Do, 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 do now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was talking... Uh, forget do, it. Do, do, do. Yeah, da, 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 da. It's yeah. all I want yeah. to say to you. I didn't ask you. you to sing it, Guy. Just... Well, it doesn't matter. You Guys, you know. <laughs> these things get in my head. I know. It's, with, it's what's got to happen. So, so if you do, 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 a, a <laughs> iTunes review... <laughs> If everybody had it, oh, damn. <laughs> then uh, send me an email to guy at mymac.com, G-U-I at mymac.com, and I will send you a wootie. You can also get a hold of me over on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. What's that parrot doing on top of the TV? You can also get a hold of Fearless Leader Tim and question his sanity in turning this show over to the likes of uh, Gaz and Guy at feedback yeah. at mymac.com. Yeah. Yeah, now, Gaz, yet. Not, yet. Yet. <laughs> not yet. It won't be long now. If sure. you could please let everybody know how to get a hold of you so they know who to blame. Uh, Gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z. Mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. We've got a combination uh, Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z-D. We are the mates who say Z. And we also have a Skype number, which we've talked about a billion times before. Uh, which is area code, plus one outside of the U.S., area code 703-436-9501. And thanks to all of you for downloading the MyMac podcast 
We really, really do appreciate it. And Gaz, I think this is the best show that we have ever done. And that we're good enough, smart enough, and doc got it. People like Tim. <laughs> um, 802.11. Ad relativum. Velocitaeum. Reciprocur. Wi-Fi elementa. Non teum semper. G. B. Et B. Sit velicius. At velicius. Sit ta duor. AC. Obitnuit. Iam. No, Iam. It's a question. Iam. Iam. Timmy. And, and. Oh, God. And. Just end it. End. Okay. End. God's sake, end. End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs the Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Turn it on. Oh, why do you turn that on? Because. Be, because. He's not done yet. Hold on. Okay, because, now he's done. Because. It's so funny. <laughs> Explode. Ah. from the ad when we do this. <laughs> there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Yeah. I chuckled when I saw this. <clears throat> hey, bud. <laughs> Let's party. One old crossbeam has gone out of school and settled. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Our cheap weapon... I'm trying to think, but nothing happens.
Amongst our weaponry are such elements as fear. I'll come in again. What we've got here is failure to communicate. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Have you lost your mind? Don't even think about it. Golly, 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 golly. We love working with those guys. <laughs> Everything happens automatically. Me fail English? That's impossible. You betcha. Erogenous zone. <laughs> Isn't it great? I apologize for that, but I think you'll find this a bit more interesting. You might ask. Oh, there he goes again. Oh, man, you know he's not going to make it. I told you. Let's go to satellite view. Good soundboards. Oh, God, I need a long retirement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did wonder where you were going. Oh, I was going to say vacation, but it was like, you know what? Vacation, not long enough. All right, I'm just going to eat a yo-yo. Sorry. Eat a what? A yo-yo. You're my going to eat made. a small wooden toy with my, a string my, attached? My daughter has made some yo-yos. There's what no is a yo-yo? Well, basically, it's a, a little pastry sort of. Well, it's not pastry. It's like two. Well, it is like oh. a pastry. Uh, it looks like a yo-yo, and it's got mint in the middle, and it just looks like a oh. yo-yo. That's what you call them. It's really nice. I want a yo-yo. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. I've got I've mm. got water. Oh. <laughs> That's what I have. I got water. Well, I got a rock. Lucky you. Americans will understand that. That's from Charlie Brown Christmas. Everybody gets candy except for Charlie Brown. I got, I got an apple. I got a candy bar. Here comes Charlie Brown. I got a rock. He just kept throwing rocks into his Halloween bag. See what I've been listening to a lot recently is Kate Bush. I bet you have. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dirty mind. Damn it. Why won't that? I you know, you just can't drag and drop stuff here in Google Docs. Oh, I hate Google Docs, but I we're not they... using Google Docs. Oh, we're using Pages. <laughs> <laughs> well, then at the moment, I really hate Pages. What What are you trying to do? I'm trying to put up like an image. Oh, wait a second. What am I? I'm such a moron. Hold on. Just, just drag it in. You moron. Uh, I tried that. It didn't work. There. Oh. Ooh. I like how she's all tied up, too. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, Jerry. Whoops. Bye, Jerry. <laughs> You're so ill. Ill? Yeah. That's what all the kids say. <laughs> you be illin. Oh wait, that's like so eighties. Yeah, well, we're not in Illinois, are we? 